Hello dear ones, this audio is a rhetoric analysis of the first two pages of the speech come September by Arunthati Roy. So first you have to skim through the first two pages of the speech, the text that I have sent you already and then listen to this audio. So Arunthati Roy starts the speech by saying that she has so many things to say. She knows that the audience would be much more interested in the way that she writes than the way that she speaks. And uh, secondly, because the things that she has to say are complicated, dangerous things in these dangerous times. And uh, she thinks that we have to be very, very precise about what we are saying and how we say them and the language that we use. She actually warns the audience that she is not an ideal ideologue who wants to pit one absolutist ideology against another but as a storyteller a storyteller who wants to share her way of seeing share her perspective of things uh, writers imagine that they find stories from the world but roy thinks that it is actually the other way round stories actually find writers from the world and stories insist on being told the theme of uh, much of what I write, says Roy, is my way of seeing things. Though it might appear otherwise, my writing is not really about nations and histories. It is actually about power, about the paranoia and ruthlessness of power. Arunthati Roy goes on to say that all of us live in the shadow of the nuclear holocaust that the governments of India and Pakistan keep promising us their brainwashed citizens and we live in the global neighborhood of the war against terror which america has been continuing since time immemorial in india those of us who have expressed views on nuclear bombs big dams corporate globalization and the rising threat of uh, communal hindu fascism views actually which are at variance with the Indian government, they are, they are branded anti-national. Please, uh, uh, please uh, go back or recap to the things that have been happening in our country in the recent past and in the present too. So whoever speaks against or whoever has an opinion which is in variance with the government, they are branded as anti-national. Well, this accusation, Roy says that it doesn't disturb her. This accusation that she is an anti-national doesn't disturb her. And she says that I would like to tell my audience that I am not an anti-national person. When independent people, independent thinking people like writers, uh, painters, musicians, they blindly use their art to the service of the nation, that is the time that we have to worry. We have to sit up and worry. In India, we saw it happen soon after the nuclear test in 1998 and during the Kargil war against Pakistan in 1999. In the US, we saw it during the Gulf War and uh, we, we have seen it during the war against terror. That is the revenge for 9-11, September 11, the, trade, uh, the World Trade Center attacks. <clears throat> recently, she, she uh, goes on to say that recently, those who have criticized the actions of the U.S. government, myself included, says Arunthati Roy, they have been called anti-American. 
once someone is branded anti american the chances that are that he or she will always be judged before they are heard before they speak they will be judged as an anti american the speaker uh, that is roy makes the problem understandable for every one of us mm? and uh, she makes it understandable for the audience thus she helps the audience realize that no one can stay aside everybody has to take some stand or take some position or some opinion about what is happening around the world the reality of life is that those who are in this or uh, that way concerned with american problems are either branded as americans or anti americans those who blindly follow the principles of the us government are treated as americans by it those who criticize the actions of the us government are considered anti americans just like uh, what uh, donald trump says whoever speaks for america speaks uh, uh speaks against the policies that trump uh, puts forward they are branded as anti americans okay so we know that this uh, speech has relevance even now even though it was uh, it is 80 18 years have passed the speech still has relevance the author that is arundhati roy ruthlessly attacks those who pin labels of the types that is american and non american non american alla anti american okay she asks a lot of rhetorical questions that cannot but touch the readers and the listeners hearts and make them find adequate answers but what does the term anti american mean does it mean that you are anti jazz and she means the music okay jazz music the 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 culture the jazz culture does it mean that you are anti jazz or that you are opposed to the freedom of speech does it mean that you hate all americans as far as this problem is concerned the roy concludes that to call someone anti american does not simply mean to be racist but to suffer from a lack of imagination as well she see, says that it is an inability to see the world in terms other than those the establishment has set out for you that the government inde allengil establishment inde system inde kannilude maatram kaanunavar nallavar baaki ellam against the against you have any opinion against the system then you are branded as an anti national terrorist one who supports terrorism ennulla reethi adana ivide soojipikkunnathu though it uh, sounds rather categorical it is indeed a characteristic feature of the contemporary policy that america dictates to the rest of the world if you are a bushy you are a taliban i mean you are if you are not a bushy you are a taliban if you don't love us you hate us if you are not good you are evil if you are not with us you are with the terrorists that is what i told you adha arunthati roy ivda parayunnathu ennu anjundengil adha if against the system endengilum parnyo against the system endengilum parnal that person immediately that person is branded as an anti national endha uh, paraya pro taliban pro terrorist ennulla reethiyilana parayunnathu the main point that the author makes is that the us government does not succeed in establishment of good relationships between power and powerlessness okay reading her speech uh, i interpreted this idea in a slightly different way 
uh, it is in the U United States' interest to divide the world for those who are with them and those who are against them. That is, United States is the American forever continuing policy. Against that person is he is branded as an anti-national and this American this is a system worldwide even India follow once you open, the, open your mouth with an opinion which is against the government policies then you have to be you have to shut up you have to your head should be chopped off immediately silence attitude okay this is still relevant when you think about what is happening around us, what is happening in our country right now uh, in the present day. Now, similarly in India, okay, Roy says that similarly in India, not hundreds but millions of us would be ashamed and offended if we were uh, in any way implicated with the present Indian government's fascist policies which uh, apart from the perpetration of state terrorism in the valley of Kashmir have also turned a blind eye to the recent state supervised uh, program against slims in Gujarat. So, Godra writes like him, that's why you can't do it. That's why you can't do India will be divided into two. Then it becomes religion. Religion poki pudisi alkari verum anti anti religion ite brandi epperum. Raidu. Raidu ending kilo edire parna internet fastest title policies ne kurche any if you tell something tell your opinion against that then you are immediately branded as an anti national. So raidu ivere avishe perna the what are they expecting from us that you have to turn a blind eye against whatever is happening around you. The slaughter that is happening around you in the name of religion, okay. So she says that it would be absurd to think that those who criticize the Indian government are anti-Indian. Although the government wants to uh, take that line, the government wants to strictly or uh, they, the government loyally believes that anybody who speaks against the Indian government, they are anti-Indian. But America policy America the Western follow So anybody who speaks against Bush is a anybody who is not a Bushi is a Taliban. anybody who speaks against the fascist policies of the Indian government, they are anti-Indian. To support her point, Arundhati Roy suggests a lot of examples of inadequate actions of the American government. Different actions of the government on the world arena get the speaker's bright description. Please go through the paragraphs okay, for the examples because she constantly reminds the audience that drastic consequences might have been avoided if the US government could think of other nations but for the American one. If they could think about the, the problems of the other nations but for their selfish interest. The author's point is that every problem can be resolved without resorting to acts of war. That is what Roy asks. Should Delhi, Islamabad and Dhaka be destroyed? Is it possible to bomb bigotry out of India? Can we bomb our way to a feminist paradise? She jokes that bombing is not a solution. That is why, why she says bombing is not a solution. 
ബോംബിങ്ങിലൂടെ അല്ല വിമൻ വൺ ദ വോട്ട് ഇൻ ദ യു എസ് ബോംബിങ്ങിലൂടെ അല്ല സ്ലേവറി വാസ് അബോളിഷ്ഡ് സോ ഷി സേസ് ദാറ്റ് ബോംബിങ് ഓർ റിസോർട്ടിങ് ടു വോർ ഇസ് നോട്ട് എ സൊല്യൂഷൻ ടു എനി തിങ് എനി എനി പ്രോബ്ലം ഓക്കെ now she talks about the month of september the month of september it has a specific connotation because the month of september had shattered possessions of the people the shattered the peace of the residents all around the world arudhati roy recalls the month of appalling anniversaries that the dismay of what has come to be known as 911 that is the world trade center attacks the twin towers were attacked in us approximately 3000 neutrals vanished their life they lost their lives in that horrific terrorist attack the woe the pain is still unfathomable the weeping has still not stopped but eccentric fatal hostilities is uncontrolled around the world still in the name of september 11 but we need to understand that war cannot avenge those who have died war is only a brutal dishonoring of their memory says arudhati roy okay so basically in these two pages she says uh, she tries to speak out loud that war is not a solution to any problem war brings more war war brings more bloodshed war brings more destruction war is only a dishonoring of the memory of people who have already lost their lives in the brutal uh, terrorist attacks the brutal fatalities of war idana first two pages inde or just or analysis allengil or summary endu parnan okay the next audio will deal with the next two pages the third and fourth pages of come september please listen please read the first two pages and then listen to the audio annale ningalku or proper idea kittullu so hope it is clear please feel free to ask uh, uh, clarify anything that you want to know more okay thank you